0: Us to have the first message today by Mr. Shaw entitled Grace God's Mark. Thank you Owen. Good afternoon everyone. Well, here we are, 3 days into the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And I hope everybody has been enjoying their time so far. We all had a beautiful meal just a couple days ago, wonderful uh, first day of Unleavened Bread as well, the day after, and here we are on this beautiful Sabbath day. You know, it really doesn't get much better than that. So as you know, I like to share stories of situations that come up in my life that are, I feel are relatable and could be helpful to share. Some of you may recall just before the Days of Unleavened Bread last year. I thought it'd be fun to flood our house. (laughs) I'm speaking facetiously, of course. There's nothing fun about it, nothing fun about it at all. You know, this resulted in us having to move all of our stuff out, including us, and having all the flooring in our house totally torn out and replaced. This was the process of over a few months because we had to decide what kind of flooring we wanted. It wasn't like we could go grab the flooring and get it started. There was a process we had to go through to get all this done. So it was upheaval for a few months. I think we finally got everything, finally restalled the house around, I want to say just before the July 1st, right around that time. So it was a few months. And again, I want to tell you, it was not fun. But there's many lessons that were learned that situation that uh, was allowed to happen. So fast forward to this year. Because our new flooring had not been laid properly, we recently had a good portion of it relaid, and they had to put many new pieces in. Because of normal expansion on a home that settles, all homes settle, so you need to have a quarter-inch gap around your flooring. Make sure under normal circumstances you got heating and cooling, your house expands. So the flooring needs to expand with your house. So it needs to be able to move. So when the flooring was put down, it was put down quite hurt. And without much time and planning, you know, you should make sure that you're putting it down without any problem, but there was a couple of days of the mover or the installers had to take off so they showed up the day of our furniture and everything getting moved back in so they're rushing to get it done as they're bringing the furniture in our house they need to put the furniture on a floor so they're in the back room hurrying trying to get this flooring done so <laughs> pretty crazy so when the installers came back to fix our floor this time around because it wasn't put down properly the House expanded, and some of the flooring buckled. So they had to fix the buckled parts. And they explained to me, never happened before. Never had this issue ever, ever happened. And when they installed it originally, I thought, man, they're awfully close to the walls. It doesn't look like there's much gap here. But uh, I just assumed, they know what they're doing. Kind of just pressed on. And... We have, there's transition pieces where your floor meets up against the tile and such and really couldn't see how close they were I know originally they were like right up against it because they thought they had a different type of transition they could just glue on the top but they had to cut it back and I don't know how much they cut it back because it was covered but it made me think you know sometimes we need to have God reveal to us things that we cannot see because they didn't have the gap just right in our personal lives, it's good for us to know exactly um, what we can't see, have God reveal that to us. So in light of this situation, I did what most men do not do. I decided to read the instructions. Makes me think of uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor on the show, Home Improvement. He would just plow through and do stuff without... uh, reading the instructions, and it usually got him into a lot of trouble. Then he'd make fun fun of his buddy Al and blame it on him, run to the neighbor and explain how he'd made a big mistake and got his wife involved, and she was all upset with him because he wasn't paying attention. So anyway, I decided to read the instructions on the box. And it did say it needs a quarter-inch gap all the way around the flooring. That's how I know there needs a quarter-inch gap gap. So it's clear they didn't follow the instructions because it was not a quarter inch gap. They pulled those transitions up as maybe a 16th eighth, not as much to make the floor expand like it should. So it was clear they didn't read the instructions and they one of them had said, you know, we've never had this issue before, but the other one of the two installers said, well, probably didn't follow it like we should have. So I can see how this could have caused a problem on installing your pool. So one of them had kind of admitted there was probably an issue, and the other was like, no, nope, we've, we've done this thousands of times, press through, no problem. So with that said, let's turn to Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, And beat on that house, and it did not fall because it had founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Our floor had a great fall. After the floods came, it was rebuilt. It was not rebuilt on the rock, it was rebuilt on sand. They leaned on their own understanding of what they had always done. They didn't read the instructions to install it correctly. They just assumed that this is how the floor should be, how so they've always done it. Maybe they'd never had a problem before, but problem now. And resulting in the floor failing under stress. So as they were preparing, instead of tearing up the entire living room, they tried just removing the buckled pieces. and this is them getting in there now. figured, "Hey, let's just get this done quickly. Let's just remove those buckled pieces. Let's not take everything apart. We'll just try to seam in there and make what's buckled put it back together." Well, when they finished doing the living room part in the front hallway, it looked good. It look, I like that good. To the naked eye, it looked good. But uh, as Kim and I kind of looked closer, we got up in front of the couch. There was a 16th inch gap between uh, two of the planks, and it was, went for at least three or four feet. And a 16th, is, we took a quarter, and I like, those also putty. They like rubbed colored putty in, so it looked like the floor was fine. Just look at, hey, this looks great. But then I kind of looked like, there's a wide area there with that I was like, "Hey, that's putty," and I went and scraped it out. We could put a quarter in there. I could move the quarter around, and uh, I was like, "This is just unacceptable." So I brought it to the attention of the owner of the company, and he apologized for said, "You know, they shouldn't have tried to hide that gap. That's going to compromise the integrity of supposed to be stuck together, not with just putty." he apologized, you know, and they had to ultimately come back and tear up all that work they'd done that day, because they tried to hide, deceitfully they tried to hide it with the putty, hoping we wouldn't notice, but they had to come back in and start over, they had to redo everything they had done that day, the next day. And in my line of work, I understand how important it is to follow instructions. Attention to tolerances. It only takes one measurement to totally ruin a part completely. And I need to pay attention to what my customers' tolerances are. I can't just assume because there's different tolerances for different parts. Some may say you have up to even a lot closer within 30,000s depending on what the part is. But it can cause a lot of problems. Uh, to give you an example, just recently, we cut these huge base plates wind towers, light poles. This is a three and a half inch um, thick plate. It's about 90 feet, or 90 inches wide, pretty big plate. And it's a special material, and people out in the yard didn't check it correctly, because there's a mill tolerance as well, which is like three three8. For the customer, it's 360, so it's much tighter for this particular plate. And the operator got it up on the table, and he kind of looked it over, and he's like, okay, I'm good. Instead of getting us, the whole QC group, to come and look at it, he went ahead and cut it. And we went out there and looked, and we put a straight edge on it, and it was wobbling like a teeter-totter. It was a warping, and it was like an $8,000 um, mistake. So now it's just a big paperweight. can't use it. Um, <laughs> I guess, Matt, you could take it and use it for maybe foraging Gene. You can make something really big out of it, maybe a lawn orderment or something. So I'm very thankful it was caught before it went out the door because this would have made our customer very upset, and it would have been in Ohio or another state. So we caught it within house, but um, it would have been a lot better off if we would able to catch it before they cut the part. Once, once we cut it, we own it. So with that said, let's go now to Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandment. For length of days and years of life, peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Find them around your neck. Write them on your tablet of your heart. You will find favor and good success. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It'll be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So we cannot lean on our own understanding. You know, we just went through an examination process for these days. See where we're at. To acknowledge that we're weak. We are weak. We need God. And we need to be recommitted. To him, allowing him to work through us. We just need to trust his process within us. Make change possible. Now we know we're still going to fall short. But just like our floor having a quarter-inch gap rounded it for expansion, God has built in a margin for us as well. called His glory. So He has a built-in margin for us. Like I said, grace. So now let's go to Ephesians chapter two, verses one through ten, regarding God's grace. And you were dead in the trespasses and in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, alive together with Christ, by grace we have been saved, raised us up with him, seated us with him in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ, so that in the coming ages we might show Measurable riches of his grace, kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing; it is a gift from God, not as a result of our works. So that one may boast, for we are his workmanship created in Jesus Christ, for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What a magnificent! gift that God has given us. We don't deserve. You know, Matt mentioned on the first day of Unleavened Bread, there is nothing we can earn salvation on our own. It is God working through us. Makes us change within us. We'll always still fall short, which is where God's grace comes in. And we keep his commandments because we love him. Finally, in the end, we have a floor now. It's not perfect, but now we have a margin that will allow the floor to endure fluctuation, wear and tear. So if the house is settling, it's going to flow with it because we have that quarter-inch gap around everything. now. Just like when we all examined ourselves, we might have found things that weren't up, like our floor or maybe you come across personal items that we maybe put too much stock in, have a problem with them, let loose, get rid of. So when we had to move our furniture again before the installers came to redo the floor, we decided once the furniture was out, some of it were like, wow, this is really spacious. Kind of move around, you know, we're not bumping into the couch and certain things. So we decided to eliminate some of the pieces to gain more space. And we didn't realize these pieces were weighing us down until we moved them. It's part of, you know, you're every day looking around the house caught your eye, but I didn't stop to consider. Now that these things are gone, it's like, this is nice. It kind of frees us up. So some things, and frankly most things, take a skilled master carpenter to help us. And thankfully, our Lord and Savior is Jesus, who is exactly that. He is a master carpenter. He's a master carpenter, and the cornerstone, he's our foundation. He sees the flat areas in us, and he works with us gently, expertly, to build us into his perfect creation, all the while providing us with the perfect amount of margin. So, please be patient with yourself, as God is working with us, because... It only took a few minutes for that flood to happen. Totally destroy our floor. But it has taken over a year to restore our floor to the current um, place that it is now, installing a foundation back in our home. It's taken time. We just need to be patient. God's continually working with us, helping us. So, as we continue to keep leavening out the next few days and over throughout this next year. And out sin over the next few days and we continue to do that throughout the next year. Let us continue to into the areas of improvement in our lives. But most importantly, trust in Jesus and lean into